the attempted assassination of a human dignitary at a galactic summit goes awry. Turns out many of the conventional toxins in an alien assassin's repertoire include compounds like caffeine, theobromine, and capsaicin, lethal to many species, but less than effective on humans. It runs deeper, said the Lord. The Lords were the first alien species humanity had encountered in the early stage of space travel. Their language and society had no words for individuality or community. Instead, they were all considered as grand beings, yet without traits to differentiate them. As humans and lords learned the specifics of xenolinguistics, they agreed it would make for a nice name and a correct definition. As far as humans were concerned, the term the lords used defined both a hive and an incessant, disharmonious buzzing, which seemed also fitting. Contact and diplomacy had been against the fears of cynics, stellar. Limbs were shaken, trade was opened, no threat loomed on the horizon. In fact, there hadn't been any at all. Naturally, culture made some exchange more arduous than others. Lords in particular were staunchly against anatomical knowledge, viewing dissections of a human body and teachings of inner organs to students as painful to watch. Despite a few hiccups, this had been a beautiful first contact, setting a hope that subsequent discoveries would run just as smoothly. At least in theory, thought the human diplomat. Friendship could do without poisoning attempts. He survived only thanks to the wrong assumption that both species shared a few similar biological traits. He had drunk the poison all right, but save from a trip to the toilets with a severe diaro, the human was all right. A guard had seen the Lord slip the substance in his drink. The diplomat had asked what it was about, showing him the nearly empty vial. The Lord had panicked. So did the diplomat who flinged the vial in the air and had it land on the Lord. Now the three of them, the Lord, the diplomat, and the guard, were inside the chamber of the space station in the orbit of Titan, its domed glass ceiling showing the great yellow moon as it drifted slowly around Saturn. And the Lord was delirious in his cockon, speaking words the diplomat did not wish to hear, yet could not stop himself from listening. It runs deep. We tried to rid the fold or the bipedal humans. We have seen you form at the bottom of the liquid. Your biology is unlike any other, an affront. The Earth is an anomaly, so are you. To you it is the only paradise among dead planets. To us the galaxy is beauty save for a growing tumor. And you are a tumor, each individual. Individual, curse the moon phase I learned this word. It spreads in our minds like poison. I am Lord, so are the others we sing as one. But now I hear discord. We had no need for warfare as we sung together, only you did. And you created monsters of steel and atoms to bleed planets dry. We sensed the threat you posed since your ancestor swam as cells. We bombarded you with ions. Liquid became water. You came to like water. Later you climbed out of it. We scrambled to destroy your atmosphere, and we did. You breathed it in and decided oxygen was your life substance. We sent sheets of ice and pillars of flames, you call them seasons. The stain we lords wanted to wash grew with every attempt, becoming more absurd and gross under our own miscalculations. Your civilization is a discordant cacophony of killers and madmen. We could not stop you anymore. Not with your intimate and inborn will to kill and destroy, survive and adapt. Trade and handshakes will not do. We tried, believe us. You are still breaking all the laws of the universe with your presence infecting it, spreading the abomination with terraformation and breach of nature. We had to poison you, couldn't do otherwise. You scare us into madness and kill us sooner or later as you will all the others. 
I cannot bear it any more. The Lord gave out a body-wide pulse and floated lifeless to the ground, limbs vanishing into mist. The diplomat sat in his chair and the guard leaned against the wall. Both contemplated the day in silence for a long time. He had always thought that the chances for the galaxy to harbor another habitable planet was dim. There were in fact lots of these, except not for humans, while Earth was a terrifying anomaly going against the known rules of space for every other species. Lovecraft had been terrified of space. Turns out, space was a lot more terrified of humans. Cthulhu fled at the sight of humanity. If only the author had known. Humans feared what could break the laws of physics. Humans were breaking the laws of physics, rewriting a galaxy into something that wouldn't leave a place for poorly adapted species. So, said the diplomat, by trying to kill us they gave us the means to evolve and become what we are. If they hadn't we may still be a primitive amoeba drifting deep. Yes, answered the guard. Under another interpretation they are the gods that created us, gave us tools, and God is horrified and helpless against us. Yes, and God appears to have been bound by rules we have been breaking for a long time. My friend, what are we? I wish I knew. Who the were the lords? Enemies? Could you consider enemy a being who knew your mere presence was a risk to its existence? What were humans exactly, in regards to the universe? You think we'll ever find the answer? Asked the guard. I'm not sure I want to hear it, answered the diplomat.